Hi everyone and welcome back to She Speaks. First and foremost, happy Black Heritage Month or Black History Month. I personally like Black Heritage Month because in this context, the word heritage means the celebration or acknowledgement of all things Black, past and present, like culture, stories, clothing, and more, whereas Black History implies past events and figures. But regardless of the word that is used, I do believe that today we are gradually improving the ways we celebrate and acknowledge the Black community. So, this episode is a Black Heritage Month special. I want to acknowledge and celebrate Black women by making space for their diverse stories and identities. With that said, this episode True Confessions of Black Women is for Black women to openly and honestly share their perceptions of themselves and the world. This is an episode to take ownership over our stories and our identities. Unfortunately, the stereotypes and archetypes that are pushed by the media create this idea that there's only a single narrative of Black women or a single type of Black woman. This episode will reveal Black women are and can be anything and are not confined to a single narrative. Black women's identities, stories, interests, thoughts are infinite. And while we are a community of women who share similarities, we also share differences. I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you. I've been running my business for almost three years. My business is called Amazing Nails. I am a nail tech um, in the Baltimore and Silver Spring area. I'm a acrylic specialist, so I mostly work with acrylic enhancements, and I do manicures as well. I really have a passion for what I do. Um, I honestly do a lot. <laughs> so I am a psychology major with minors in human development and another minor in general business administration. And that's kind of what I do for studying in school and classes. Um, and then outside of that, I am a community assistant for residence life, where it's basically my job to maintain, you know, healthy and safe and supportive environments um, that kind of help foster learning and development within the community that I'm working in. And outside of work, I am also a research assistant for the RAC lab, which is a lab that looks at marginalized groups on campus, more specifically Black and Latinx students on campus, and observes and records kind of the resilience and adaptation across, I guess, the culture and context that these students have gone through. I'm a singer-songwriter, um, and I also am, in addition to being a music major, I am minoring in gender and sexuality studies at the moment. Um, in my third year of college. Scientist, a research scientist. Um, I am a artist, I'm a friend, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister. Um, I'm also a lesbian, I recently came out, so that was great. <laughs> or re-came out, I guess. Um, ooh, I lost my breath, sorry. Um, I realized that I'm someone who cares so, so much until someone makes me not care. And that just means that they fucked up. <laughs> um, I'm someone who loves to love and loves love. I'm someone who likes to have fun and very, 
unique ways um, and has a random assortment of hobbies, including ice skating, roller skating, crocheting, pottery, uh, playing guitar. Um, I just like to experience life in the ways that make me happy. I am more than just a name, that I am an essence. I am someone with movement, I'm someone with power, and yeah, that's who I am. Eleven women were asked to answer a variety of self-reflective questions like, are you free? Or whom do you dream of becoming? And many other questions. Here are their responses. I would say yes, I'm free because I have control over my life for the most part. If it's not me, it's the man above. And when God's in control, I know I'll forever be good because there's no doubts, no worries, no fear. And that's another thing that sets me apart and sets me free. Because when I don't have those negatives to constrain me and control me and put me down, um, I have free will. And I could be myself without overthinking about anything that can put me down or be negative or just be an obstacle in my path. I thought about this question a lot. And... I struggled with examining my life and really deep diving and understanding if I'm free or not. Um, freedom for me comes and goes. Sometimes I do believe I'm free. Sometimes I do feel free. Um, and other times I do not. Although I understand me as a young black woman, freedom will forever quote unquote have its limitations due to just me not being the most favorite race, the most favorite color, the most favorite gender. Um, also, but when I look at freedom for myself as an individual, I think of how mentally liberated I am at that moment. Currently, right now, as I answer these questions, I would say yes, I'm free. I feel free. But I think it's because I feel good. I feel stable. I feel on top of my work. I feel like I'm doing what's right. I feel like I am taking on the major that I've always wanted to take on. I'm doing the classes, I'm putting in the work. Um, currently, right now, my financial situation isn't at the very worst it's been, so I feel blessed. Um, my family's healthy. So yes, I feel free. But do I always feel free? No. I would say that I'm not simply because I have a lot of anxiety, which has really worsened since I started college. Um, and after I had my first um, initial breakup, or at least my first difficult breakup. And since then, I've had a lot of generalized anxiety that, you know, I've had to work through over these last couple of years and it's gotten better. But even till this day, it's it's something that I'm constantly having to consider. I'm gonna be mindful of in the back of my mind. And so I feel like my initial response to that question is a no. I would say at the moment, I'm not free. Um, through my own personal struggles with like mental health and stuff like that, but also just the world at large in terms of being a black woman, my race and gender intersect in a way that they do not 
they cannot be separated and so that comes it's a world of its own if i were free i would just be someone with a i guess more restful heart a less anxious like being i would just be less anxious you know I dream to become an inspiration within the technology field. Many females, especially BIPOC females, tend to feel intimidated by the male-dominated industry. I truly want to be a guide that encourages them to take a leap into the field and not be frightened by it. What do you fear? Um, I fear a lot of things. I fear losing my parents, my friends, loved relationships. One thing I'm really scared of is failing. I feel like I put so much to be successful. However, um, I'm always thinking about failing, which I feel like that should not be a way of thinking if I always want to think successful. But that's always still back in my uh, mind when I think of becoming successful and ways to become successful. There's always some time or a place um, where I could fail. However, I should not let the failure deter me from my goal. But um, I do fear about losing people I love. Um, other than that, I don't think I have any other fears. Well, I'm scared of spiders, bugs in general. I really cannot do bugs. I fear judgment. I fear disappointing people. I fear being alone. I fear unknowingly hurting people. I fear death. One thing that most people don't know about me, and I think it's actually kind of funny because of my appearance as well as my, you know, entire name. So I don't identify with one religion. Um, so my entire name is a very Arabic and very Muslim like origin name I guess and so whenever I am you know introducing people or introducing myself to people or you know I get an uber and there's like another Muslim uber driver they're always like do you know what your name means are you Muslim do you go to this mosque and I'm like I I prefer to you know uh worship and talk to God whomever he may be or she may be I don't know um whoever they may be in my own ways and appreciate them for you know allowing me to have this life and just hoping that good things come out of it um, I feel like organized religion puts a lot of pressure on people to assimilate their ways of expressing um, themselves just in general and I don't want that and I hope that you know whatever higher being is out there can accept that and know that there's no malintent or, you know, disrespect, but I just don't, um, I just don't have that connection with one religion anymore. Um, I loosely grew up Muslim, and then I just realized that it's not for me, and, you know, again, being queer and having tattoos and piercings, like, I wouldn't ever really be accepted in that religion fully anyway, and, um, I'm okay with that. Um, what do I love? Um, I love love. I love life. I love being able to share meaningful experiences with my friends and my family and myself. Um, and I think that's one of the really beautiful aspects of life is 
loving and finding gratitude in everything. In this episode, I wanted to show how there is no single narrative of Black women because it does not reflect our individuality or uniqueness. But something else the responses revealed is that a single narrative or notion can be harmful to us as well. What makes the single narrative of Black women harmful is the stereotype within it that suggests all Black women must be strong. First, strength and pain can coexist. But unfortunately, this stereotype ignores this fact and perpetuates this idea that Black women's physical and emotional pain does not exist or is not valid. So those of us suffering are ignored. And clearly, you could hear that the pain that some of these women have gone through have been major obstacles in their lives. So this idea that black women must be strong is harmful and dismissive of the struggles that we go through and the support we may need. Ultimately, it is clear that each of the women in this episode are very different. And that was the purpose to prove each of us represent a unique story and that no single narrative is a fair or accurate representation of every black woman. Thank you so much to the women that contributed to this episode. Your responses were so meaningful and I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Your stories and experiences deserve to be acknowledged and shared. Next week, come back for a conversation about love or the lack thereof. Anyways, thank you so much for listening and please make sure to rate and share this episode.